Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest, reacting to some massive free agent news, Riker, because the Toronto Raptors may have arguably one free agency this week, and no, it's not because of the signing of a, a top-tier free agent with the likes of a, a Kawhi Leonard or DeMar DeRozan, whoever else was on the free, uh, the free agent market. No, they didn't make a massive trade with Pascal Siakam bringing back 10 first-round picks and all the pick swaps and young star players. No. Not the, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe they'll, they'll add and we'll see what happens. But the Toronto Raptors had arguably their biggest asset, biggest free agent on the market this offseason ever. Maybe with the exception of Kawhi Leonard in 2019. And Masai Ujiri was coveted by other NBA teams, other organizations throughout the world, and other organization sports teams in other sports NHL, NFL teams, they were all interested in Masai Ujiri just because of his executive prowess and what he can really bring to the table, not just for any sports team, but for any business. And Riker, the Toronto Raptors were reacting late to this Woj bomb, but it's it's worth hyping up. The Woj bomb is coming up and the Toronto Raptors, they ended up re-signing Masai Ujiri, promoting him to, to vice chairman of the Toronto Raptors organization. And you know, we're not sure what that specifically entails, but Woj does clarify to say he's still in command of the basketball operations and all these sorts of things. So, Riker, what is your initial reaction to this massive signing for the Toronto Raptors? Hey. Woohoo! Why he wanted to resign, he made it public if MLSE was willing to make moves to bring the Raptors back to championship contention. And it seemed like the roster was getting worse. So I was genuinely worried that he was going to go and get poached, whether it be to a team like, or an organization like the Knicks that just give him a ton of money. I don't think the actual details of his contract are released. And I don't think that they have to be released. So I don't yeah. know if we'll ever know necessarily the specifics, but in the same vein that, we were worried that Fred Van Vliet might get overpaid. We thought maybe Masai Ujiri could get overpaid, but we also agreed there's probably no such thing as overpaying the the true architect of the mm -hmm. the Raptors coming from perennial out of the playoffs laughing stock to perennial playoff contender to actual championship team. He was the mastermind behind that. So it's worthy of celebration, especially when, like you said, the, the news reported that he's other sports leagues are looking at him so it's great that we were able to lock this guy down give him a fancy new title what is it called what, what is his vice title chairman right here vice chairman president high executive we got him we got him maybe not this offseason but certainly next offseason i think the freakiness and the craziness of trades and signings might might come full force ben yeah, and, you know, I had the balloons playing there, Riker, because this is, you know, we could debate maybe as this podcast goes along if this is the biggest free agent signing in Toronto Raptors history, but as you mentioned, right, th this guy is in demand from everyone, everyone across the NBA and from other sports leagues, because he just, as you said, mentioned, there's, you can't put a price tag, you can't put the value, the amount of value that goes into taking a team that was bottom of the barrel when he came to the Toronto Raptors. He was GM of the Denver Nuggets and he, he well, initially he was assistant GM for the Raptors behind Brian Colangelo and obviously you don't get that much power in that position. The Raptors, they were just a, a 
uh, organization in turmoil. Drafting Bargnani with the first overall pick, no matter how much he he touched our hearts as young kids, Riker, and then. Right, the team would just be losing their stars. Chris Bosh barely making the playoffs, barely making the eighth seed. Then, you know, we're relying on hope of Sonny Weems turning this franchise around. We had a really gay trade that just really didn't work out for the squad. Then we sign Masai Ujiri after he proves himself with the Denver Nuggets after flipping Carmelo Anthony for actual assets, which we know is extremely difficult when uh, when a superstar is demanding a trade to only one destination with only half a season left on their contract. It's really hard to get assets back. And I think the if you look back at that deal, I know you were a big fan of the Nuggets at that time and a fan of the Knicks. And Riker, the Nuggets probably won that deal getting Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, Mozgov before the league went super small. Couple picks. That was a really nice return for Carmelo Anthony. And you know, the Raptors are able to poach him back, poach him away from Denver, and immediately he flips Andrea Bargnani for what became Jakob Pertl, a first-round pick that we ended up flipping for Kawhi Leonard. So essentially he traded Andrea Bargnani for Kawhi Leonard. He made ridiculous moves, amazing draft picks. You know, we can maybe break down the top five Masai Ujiri swindles in uh in this video just off the top of our heads, but if you go over the course of Masai Jerry's history, it's it's W after W. And I know the Raptors, they played the Kazoos this season, and that has some people down on Masai. But overall, his body of work, he deserves every penny of this and more. Absolutely. And we definitely should break down who what some of the crazy trades are. I think people are pretty familiar, but, you know, we, we, we can knock some of them off. But Masai Ujiri, very interesting guy, and it's it's just it's good to have him back because he's yeah. obviously he's into his philanthropy stuff and he's giants of Africa and he's just so well ingrained into all of sports that it's yeah. it's just it's a good feeling that he's committed long term now to the Toronto Raptors specifically and that there's more left in the tank, more to give, another championship run, another you know, F Brooklyn or F Paul Pierce or whatever his things that he likes to chant and get the, get the fans fired up for and swallow those fines. So again, just happy. We're a little bit late to this one because there's other news and we got to react to the, the proper players, but I would agree with you. This is a huge pickup or a huge signing for the Toronto Raptors, man. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And before we get into the, the top five swindles, top five trades that we're going to bust off at the top of our head, do you have any reservations about bringing back Masai? Because there's a lot of people that, you know, have been critical of him. You've been pretty critical on not bringing a center back last season, which is clearly fair because the Toronto Raptors ended up really struggling last year, despite the fact they were in Tampa and such things. And even though Masai Jerry is negotiating with the federal government to get the team back into into Canada last year, did everything he could, which is probably the biggest reason we were, we were tanking last season. But Certainly not bringing in a, a competent center, right? not to not to discredit our guy Aaron Baines, who is lost, lost among us now, but we need to update the segments now for this new season. But uh, Riker, do you think that Masai Ujiri maybe has lost his touch, as some people in the comment section have been saying? Because, I don't know, I think it's pretty overblown some of the, how some people are getting on with the Masai Ujiri hate. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see mm -hmm. how it plays out. But there's still moves left. There's still, you know, mid-season trade deadline. There's still other things. And the tank 
it was what it was. We both agreed that we were only one center away from being in the playoff picture and it would have looked entirely different, but we probably wouldn't have been a championship team last season. So Mm -hmm. it was suffer in the short term to pick up a promising young prospect who people are comparing to the next Kawhi or the next Draymond Green, whoever. So it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta give a little bit of time before you can be critical. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. Definitely no negative opinions towards picking up Masai Ujiri. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're slandering Masai, get out of our comment section or you're going to be berated by not just us, but the Toronto Raptors fans, even though we appreciate everyone that, uh, that checks out the videos and subscribes. But uh, <laughs> Riker, let's break down the top five traits that we can think of Masai Ujiri off the top of our head. I guess number one. Number one, it's got to go to the Kawhi Leonard deal. Is there any other trade that that could top a, a deal that ended up winning us a championship record? No, there's nothing. When you trade basically DeMar DeRozan straight up one for one for one of the best two-way players in the NBA that immediately brings you a championship on a load and Danny Green season. And Danny Yeah, Green. but maybe Jakob Pertl was the one for one for Danny Green. Yeah, yeah, so. True. It was quite a wacky trade out of left field, but it was something special. Obviously, won the chip. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. I remember that night before, hearing the Raptors are rumored for Kawhi coaching a basketball practice. I'm putting myself in that in that disposition and hearing the rumors. Yeah, the Raptors will have to give up Demar Derozan, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi if they want Kawhi Leonard and. My heart and soul did not want that trade to go through. I went to sleep, nervous, sweating, Riker, just shaking, hoping this trade doesn't go down, obviously losing our two top young assets. Then I get woken up 5 a.m. by my mom at that night, and she's yelling, we got Kawhi Leonard, we got Kawhi. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just depressed, I'm sad, thinking Siakam, thinking OG's gone because they just said it was a DeMar DeRozan and assets for Kawhi. Wake up the next morning, realize it's just Jakob Pertl, and we're getting Danny Green back. And my mood shifted, my uh, emotions turned. So that was a and that's a big moment where I think everyone knows where they were once they heard about that trade. And obviously, it was the biggest trade in Raptors history. But I think number two record, number two. Me, this is where I think we can start debating these trades and putting them at different levels. But it's an underrated one. It was a quiet one, not one that excited a lot of people and honestly made a few people sad when it initially happened. But fan favorite, Gravis Vasquez, was traded for a second round pick and a first round pick on draft night. I forget specifically which year, but that ended up becoming Norman Powell and OG Ananobi. Gravis Vasquez obviously had the shimmy shake with the Washington Wizards series and people loved him. They loved old Gravis, but... Unfortunately, his career at the Bucks it flamed out pretty quickly. He had a quick stint with the Nets, but injuries just plagued him following his tenure with the Toronto Raptors. And his defense wasn't something, even if he was healthy, where he could really grow into the team that Masai Ujiri eyeballed for the squad. Is this number two in Raptors history for Masai Ujiri? I'm not giving it number two. It's it's high up there, but mm-hmm. to me, the most impact player in the Toronto Raptors run outside of guys that we actually drafted and Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, obviously, but mm-hmm. okay, kind of now that I'm saying it out loud, it falls down. But in my opinion, 
trading away my least favorite Raptors player for the most impact guy, mm-hmm. the guy that would have brought yeah. the Raptors to the playoffs this past season, would have been a trade involving a first-round pick and Terrence Ross for what would become Serge Ibaka. Oh, it was Serge Ibaka. So mm-hmm. bringing him over from Orlando, oh, man, what a stretch big, a proper stretch big. You know, he he bounces minutes between him and JV, and then obviously Marcus All after, who will probably fall in the top five. But you you can't downgrade Serge Ibaka's importance to this Toronto Raptors team, that championship run, the ability to play true small ball and have a big that can battle down the paint, but also shoot the three. That's my number two. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fair one. And if you look at what Serge Ibaka's value was at that time as well, he went. Because he bought, he the he wanted Serge Ibaka. That offseason, Oklahoma City wanted to trade for him. And they were asking for Norman Powell, who was a promising young prospect at that point. So his value was quite high. It wasn't prior to Norm bursting out onto the scene. They wanted T. Ross. They wanted Patrick Patterson. They wanted a couple first-round picks from the Toronto Raptors to go to Oklahoma City. And they wanted essentially all of our assets in return for Serge Ibaka. I think they might have even wanted Jonas at that point as well. There was It was a lucrative deal that OKC won, and the Raptors were debating it for all the things that you mentioned. But Masai Jerry said, nah, it's fine. We'll, we'll see how this works out. And then obviously the Orlando Magic give up Depot and Sabonis, two future All-Stars for Serge. And... He waits, waits a few months, literally three months later, just gives up Terrence Ross in a first-round pick for Serge Ibaka. So the, maybe the context I could definitely see elevates that trade to a whole nother level. But another one I guess we got to put in the top five as well. I alluded to it earlier. It was his first trade ever with the Toronto Raptors. And, you know, it, uh, it had the domino effect. Andrea Bargnani getting sent to the New York Knicks for... Money man Steve Novak himself with the, the WWE belt and a second round pick. And this is where we learned Masai Ujiri has the magic. He has that, that power in him. He got a future first that ended up being ninth overall and turned into Jakob and turned into Kawhi Leonard. For a guy that was just a complete mess at this point, didn't play essentially a full season for two years, did never play defense in his career, and got a future first from the New York Knicks of all teams, Riker. That's that's got to be up there in the top five. Who ended up cutting him and sending him to the Italian league after? So he, this is he a guy played that a has... little half a season for the Nets, and then then he dipped for the oh. the so. Well, there you go. But he was definition negative trade asset. So to yep. be able to get him off your payroll is an incredible feat, Ben. So definitely that one can go up there. I think that's four. That's what makes this tricky because we talk about Gravis Vasquez turning into Norman Powell, but really the catalyst for that was a really bad trade in acquiring Rudy Gay, but then Mm -hmm. being able to flip a bad Rudy Gay over for Patrick Patterson and Gravis Vasquez, which then got flipped hey, into Norman Powell. Don't forget John Salmons and uh, and Chuck Hayes. Don't forget the was the and squad. was John Salmons flipped for Lou Williams? Because I know we yes. got Lou Williams for one season. Yeah, so John Salmons was actually flipped and, for Lou Will, and Bebe. who and Bebe Noguera, who Lou Will won six man of the year that season that he played at the Raptors. Mm controversial brought two of his girlfriends courtside and he was a real locker room 
Knudsen's, but, you know, a sniper off the bench. Just not enough defense to really fit with, you know, the Toronto's mm. culture and how they like to play their style yeah. of basketball. But it was a it was an entertaining season. But, you know, I, I it, Gravis Vasquez was the real one because Rudy Gay was, again, just that domino to turn into Gravis Vasquez to turn into Norm Powell. So if there's only one spot left open, it, of course, has to turn into – Another guy, I don't see the Raptors winning a championship with Jonas mm-hmm. Valanciunas. And you turn him into Marcus Gasol, who you play him out. Yeah, there was a lot of issues with Marcus Gasol and his athleticism and his ability or his desire just to shoot. But his playmaking as a playmaking center mm-hmm. was just crucial. It was a perfect fit. Yeah, it was yeah. a perfect fit for the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. If people don't remember that trade, it was... Probably the most chaotic trade deadline we ever went through. The Raptors were going through a little bit of turmoil midway through that season. Lowry was injured. There was rumors everyone hated each other in the locker room, especially after the DeMar DeRozan trade. Right, Putting ourselves back in there, I I remember watching a few of our podcasts earlier this summer from that time, just seeing how scared, how frightful we were, and there was... You know, rumors to sort of shake Kyle Lowry back into the mix that, you know, rumoring that we're going to trade him for Mike Conley down there in Utah. Then we were saying that, you know, maybe, you know, people were saying, oh, they should flip Kawhi for Ingram, right? This, it's not going to work out. Some people were saying those types of things. And then Nikola Miritich was the player everybody wanted. Then the Bucks ended up acquiring him. So we thought Gasol was going to the Hornets, but the Raptors come in last minute and send Jonas Valanciunas to Lon Wright and C.J. Miles to the Memphis Grizzlies for Jonas, who is now a New Orleans Pelican. But Riker, as you mentioned, that was a that was a trade crucial for the championship, locked up Embiid in that seven-game series against the Philadelphia 76ers, and now that that's a crushing blow for their franchise as now they've they've been on a downward spiral. Now we might acquire Ben Simmons. Jokes, because he is, as you mentioned on your TikTok, a, a young socialite, but. I don't know. It's a just massive, massive moves from Asai Ujiri. If you guys think we missed any, or there's any floating over our head, let us know in the comment section below your favorite Masai Ujiri trade and how you're feeling about Masai Ujiri getting re-signed to the Toronto Raptors. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Riker, do you have any last words on Masai Ujiri re-signing with the Toronto Raptors? Happy, joy. Play, play the, the bl- balloons to send it off. Play the balloon. <laughs> get, a little, get a little fresh little dance. <laughs> it's a celebration. Celebration in return for Messiah. Cheers. <laughs>